Good morning. Thank you for joining us at City Lights Church Online. I'm Pastor Clayton, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. City Lights Church exists to reach those that don't know Christ and to build up those that do know Christ. This will happen through our three steps of progress. Number one, belong. You belong here and you have nothing to prove. Number two, believe. Believing in Christ is the most important decision that you will ever make in your life. And number three, become. God has a plan and a purpose for your life to live for Him. We hope that you are in one of these areas and that you are on the move to your next step. Please be sure to go to our website for more info at citylightscameros.com, citylightscameros.com. We also have an Apple podcast channel. Please check that out and share with others. You are welcome to give an offering to this ministry at any time during the service or the week. You can give online by e-transfer to citylightschurch at hotmail.com, citylightschurch at hotmail.com, or on our website, you'll see an online option, give under the heading donate. Thank you for your support of this ministry and for joining us today. There is a fight in the Christian life and you are absolutely in a battle, but we need to know how to fight those battles. And we need to know what battle we're in. And we're, as we look at 1 Samuel chapter 17 today, we're going to see one of these battles in the Old Testament that many of us are familiar with and know. And I pray that this, this um, account, this story in the Old Testament, this historical account will, will spark a great courage inside of all of us to know how we need to fight our battle. Um, I know in Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, it says that Jesus says to his followers, he says, you need to be peacemakers. You know, he, he says that. And, and sometimes when we, we see the word peacemakers, we, we may think that a peacemaker is a person that has peace at all costs. And that just isn't the truth. But a peacemaker, like we talked last Sunday, draws a line. He draws a line and he says, you don't cross this line. These are the terms of the, of, of the arrangement here. And you do not cross that line. And as Christians, as followers of Christ, there's a line that we will not cross as believers and followers of Jesus. And Jesus has called us to be peacemakers. Now, being a peacemaker does involve standing in the middle, unfortunately. And when you stand in the middle and you call a truce, you're like, okay, back up, back up. You get shot by crossfires, right? And, and you're going to have battles on both sides, sides of you. And, and God has called us to do that. And especially as Canadians, I don't, I don't know if this is current, but we, we, were, we, we are and we were great peacemakers all over the country all over the world, that we are known to go and be great peacemakers in other nations. And so we don't, we're not part of those nations, but Canada representatives go as soldiers and they stand and they draw the line and they say, you will not cross this line. And they have guns. And they will use guns if you cross that line. And, and uh, they, they talk nicely. They do everything that they can to not 
draw the gun and have to use it, but that's all about crossing the line or not. And so we live in a time of great tension um, between being afraid and maybe at times being intimidated. Or maybe we just, we're just, um, we just, we're peace loving and whatever happens, happens. You know, like, like maybe that's our approach that we're not intimidated or fearful, but whatever happens, happens and we'll just do what, whatever is asked. Or maybe we are the last area, um, which is we just get mad and upset. You know, we just we just get mad, like, and and we just we just get so angry. And I, I've definitely uh, have seen um, um, anger on the internet. Any, any of you have seen any anger on the internet? Maybe on the news, some of the some of the things, and and uh, we we see some of that anger. Um, there are some feelings that um, at this time the government that the government is versus the church you know there, there's some that feel that it's, it's government versus church there's some that feel that whatever the government says we should do which is really interesting to me in this COVID experience that that Christians all of a sudden believe that whatever the government says is what we do it's interesting to me um, do I believe the church versus the the government no there are some that want to discern and not jump to um, these things. They want to have a measured approach. They want to look and they want to set the line. And I believe that that is the peacemaker approach. To set the line and to be willing to say, you know what, this is the, the battleground right here. We don't cross here. And I want to say that it's a good time for us to challenge our beliefs and to follow God's word in this. And let me just say this about the government just like the church, which is people. And, and I, I could say, I could, every time I say government, you can put church there too. Friends, the government is wrong all the time. So is the church. Okay? I do not believe in abortion. The government does. Is the government wrong? Well, God's word says yes. Okay, another thing. Now, you could replace the church and the government and all of these things. You know, um, the reason they're wrong is because they're people just like you and me. We are far from perfect. And, and uh, government, hear this, government is not God. Amen? Neither is the church. We don't live for government and we don't bow to government. We don't live to the church and we don't bow to the church. Come on. We, we honor them, we honor the government, we follow them as long as they lead in goodness and not against God's word. But we're going to have disagreements. We're going to have disagreements in church. We're going to have disagreements in government. Government is full of scandals, full of lies, full of cover-ups, full of secret agendas. But for some reason, during COVID, it's perfect. No, it's not perfect. And it's okay, friends, to not 
say that it's not perfect because it's not perfect. We're discovering that just like everything else, as a church, you kind of push your way through and you, you fail and you get back up. And you know what? I think that's what the government is doing. They've never faced this kind of thing and they try things and they fail and they get back up and they change things and there needs to be a lot of grace for failure. Amen? Don't get quiet on me here. Don't get quiet on me. There needs to be a lot of grace for failure. But to try to defend and say that everything the government's doing is perfect is way out there. Way out there. If the government was perfect before COVID, why would they, you know, like, which they weren't, why would they all of a sudden be perfect? But there's mistakes made, but we need to have uh, some grace in that. And during COVID, through, though the government um, isn't perfect,